Welcome to the Nice Going Adam Podcast, the official podcast of the guy behind those stupid fucking cartoons people keep sending you. Welcome to the Nice Going Adam Podcast. I'm Adam. Hopefully the audio is a little better on this episode than our last one. Holy crap. With me today, I have a very special. With me today, I have a guest, Noah Kahanowitz from our last episode. Hey, Noah. Hey, Adam. It's great to be here. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I didn't ask to be born. Yeah. Yeah, on our uh, podcast, we do we have a little fun on this podcast. Noah's aware of this. He's uh, he's actually hosted. He's been our guest on this podcast the most of anybody else. So this is episode two. They call me the Ken Jennings of the nice going. Yeah, the Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings, like the Jeopardy guy. I'm so handsome. The guy who's really good at Jeopardy. This is also I learned through his celebrity status that Jeopardy is actually not what we think it is. Right, like. People don't just show up and answer trivia questions they've never heard before. Do you know about this? No. So apparently it's all recall. Like they go through a bunch of questions in advance. And so it's like a game of what do you remember? What? No way. That... I heard this. Oh, that's so disappointing. I think it makes the gameplay faster. I don't like this. I just make the questions easier. If, if people are hard, like curve, what's the thing they do in high school? They curve the scale? Curve the scale. No. Let's start a petition. We got to change that work of that shit to get uh, Curve Jeopardy. So Noah is by far the uh, the Ken Jennings of, of our podcast. He's also very funny, which I didn't. Did you know that about Ken Jennings? He's actually funny. If you look at his Twitter, like he's very serious on the show, but he's, yeah. he's a riot. Yeah. Uh, he's um, a hoot and a half. He's a humdinger. Zinger? No, hum. He's a boy howdy. He's a real... Rootin' tootin', Dixie. Dologizing man trap. Sockdologizing man trap, as they say. Thank you. Speaking of sockdologizing man traps, Noah, I was hoping maybe you could spend a little time with me going through some very bizarre articles that I found. These are actual news articles. This is not from The Onion. These are real things that have happened, a lot of them in the US. I can't imagine why. And this is a little segment that we call News of the Weird. It's time for News of the Weird. Real headlines, real housewives, real results. Of course, listeners can't see this, but I have the article up on our screen here. And our first article comes from Southern Utah, which take that context for what you may. But this happened in Utah. St. George grandma pregnant having son's baby after his wife's hysterectomy. Oh, I think we need to. So how do you bring that up to your mom? Do you do it over dinner? first you like slide into her dms i need i think i need a drawing for this one before i don't even know who's talking to who so it's a grandma yeah and he's oh okay so it's the grandmother's son so you go one below it's the mother this is so grandma is carrying the father's baby after his after the son's wife's hysterectomy okay so i think maybe one thing we should just clear up right away it's not as weird as it sounds I, I don't know. We can make that clarification. Here's the thing. I thought what this meant was the son got his mother pregnant, like sperm. Uh-huh. And actually, if I'm following this article correctly, it was an embryo transfer. I think that makes it a little less weird. The pregnancy... I don't, I, don't so. I really don't. Now, someone might want to double check this fact, but there's a lot of women who are not his mom. <laughs> This was not the only There's at least option. five. Yeah. I think if this was this guy's only option, I think that's a sign that like he probably shouldn't have a kid. You have every woman 
that existed said no. It sounds like the decision was made when everybody was just standing in a room. It was just like a quick thing. Where do you want to go for lunch? And then the dude was just like, oh yeah, you're hysterectomy. Hey, oh mom, hey, here, come back from the vending machine. Hey, we have a question. Just, just really quick, because I got to go. Game's on. So the place they landed on for lunch was the vending machine? <laughs> they like deciding between the different vending machines? I don't know. They're at an appointment or something. I just imagine like most of life, there's a vending machine like nearby somewhere. At any place you are on earth, there's, oh, there's one. There it is. Not a working one, but okay. So it was an embryo transfer, meaning that the pregnancy technically happened not in grandma, but then the rest of the pregnancy happened in grandma. Does grandma still the mom? Is grandma the grandma and the mom now? She carried the baby to term, but genetically right. it's still mom and dad. That's less weird, right? That's a less. I don't like, I don't, I like how, can we look at how big of a town St. George, Utah is? Yeah. Let's take a look at this. That. St. George, Utah. Population of, in 2020, had a population of 95,000. Okay, so let's say 100,000 people. Half would be women. 50,000, roughly. And then assume half of those would be, like, of an age that you could carry. And apparently, yeah. you could carry a child much later, because this woman is a grandma. Like, how old mm -hmm. is the grandma here oh that's a good question so she's 56. 56 yeah good for her wow oh what's what i find amusing about this is that when you watch the video coverage of this i'll just play this on mute but when you watch the video coverage of this if it were me if i were one of these people father yeah mother grandmother like the first thing i would say when i'm being interviewed by the news is though just to clarify <laughs> this was an embryo transfer because the headline <laughs> is grandma's pregnant with her son's baby. I was like, just hold on a second. Let me just, before we say anything else, this was an embryo transfer at the embryo, like the egg was fertilized. I was not biologically part of that process. Then they fertilized egg embryo put in my body. And then I did the rest. That's all it was. And the video is just them just, wow. Yeah. It's just incredible. It's an incredible experience to do this for my son. Stop it. You gotta at least just bring it down a notch. I do gotta say the mom looks great. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. He, they should like first words, like they should, I don't even think they should wait to say it. I think they should all be wearing t-shirts that wearing say that's yeah, what you do. That, that should be like, I'm sure they can make that where you can have a baby bump in the shirt, like a maternity shirt that says, I did not fuck my son. Did not uh, fuck son. Not. And then there's like a QR code that people can scan to get like the whole <laughs> Or maybe just one person has the QR code shirt. It's like, does, does the QR code go to the baby registry? Or just like the long form explanation of, okay, here's what actually happened. It's not as weird as it sounds. Does the, does this all fall under the umbrella of if you got it, flaunt it kind of thing? I think I need some help. Like, how does that? If you have a uterus, <laughs> uterus it, I don't know. Oh my. Yeah. I think that just goes back to your like people who are not your mother and are a woman and yeah. are the age that, Yeah. Even That's if it was a cousin, I think I'd be was all right it, with it. If it was a cousin? Cousin, fine. Mother, no. Hard line. That's a good point. Like, even within the family, your grandmother? I mean, your mother? Yeah. But if it was, I don't know why, but I think grandmother, I also feel less weird about than your mother. And on that note. Let's look at another one. Let's look at another one. Yeah. So this one, I read, I'm going to read the headline to you. I read this a few times and I thought, okay, I'm pretty sure they're playing with the wording a little bit here. 
because I think they were just like twisting words. They are not. So here's the headline. Ford makes an app for pedestrians and cyclists to use so its vehicles don't run them over. Long time coming. No, sometimes headlines are a little clickbaity and I'm thinking, okay, I don't think that's quite what they're doing. That is absolutely what they did. So Ford is basically concerned that like any car company, a certain percentage of their cars, unfortunately, end up killing other human beings. And they want to do something about that. So they're developing this new app. It's a technology, a smartphone-based technology, I guess I have to say. I think that's just an app, but whatever. And it helps warn drivers of pedestrians, bicyclists, and more. So I got a few thoughts on this already. One, I can't wait to see how this gets hacked. Oh. Yeah. I don't know who's hacking who, but like, it's going to happen. And then the second thing, does that mean... It's already a pain in the ass that I have to have 10 different apps to watch various TV shows. So does this mean I'm going to have to have an app for every single car manufacturer so I just don't die while I'm biking? Yeah. And then if you're going into an intersection, you're like, let's see, what's the more Toyotas or more GMs? Or let me do the GM app. Kind of hedge. Uh, Yeah. Dave Dave didn't update his iPhone. So that's how he got hit by an Audi. So it sounds like what's happening is that you, as a pedestrian, you have the app. And then people who have newer Fords that have this, it's called Ford Copilot 360 technology. They're able to connect to your app and then it's AI, right? It's, it's not vision. They can't see you, but they can detect that somebody who has the app installed is nearby. Huh. It sounds like this was like a really good idea. And then it went to a meeting where like engineers weighed in and they're like, we can't really do that. We can't, like they would need to install something for us to talk to their phones. And then finally they're just like, ah, okay, whatever. So... Adam, you and I are both people who tell computers how to do things. Like, it it just takes one push of the code, one lazy code review for them to flip this Boolean. So flip this to be a... Oh, like hit to don't hit? Yeah, yeah. For it to be like, all right, car, don't (laughs) hit pedestrian. Oh no, we told it the wrong thing. And I then love I- the idea that there's somewhere in the code base where they left it configurable, where it's should hit human being equals <laughs> false. And then like a comment under it, like somebody wrote a little comment saying, don't change this. Yeah. <laughs> Three exclamation points. You know, part of the code is not tested. Right. There's nothing. No, I want to take yeah. a little break, uh, do a little sponsor break. The podcast, it doesn't, it doesn't run itself and... We're really grateful to our sponsors. However, just like last time, there's a little hitch. There's a little like kind of speed bump in the whole sponsor section that I'm going to just get out really quick. Not a big deal though. Really not a big deal, but no sponsor. We don't have anybody actually sponsoring us. Nobody's actually giving us money for this podcast. I don't even think anybody's listening to it, but I just thought, I thought about this before the podcast and I was thinking why get caught up in the details. If you're going to have a sponsor section, Thank your sponsors. They deserve it. We just, there's plenty to be thankful for in this world. I want to just thank my first sponsor, which is, uh, let's see what I have around me. Clean underwear. Uh, Thank clean underwear for uh, everything, really. Keeping it all together. Keeping it all together. Just doing its thing. Without clean underwear, this podcast would not exist, folks. Do we have any other sponsors, Noah? Anybody else you want to shout out sponsors of the podcast? Yeah, I just want to mm-hmm. give a shout out to eating a whole pint of ice cream, but because mm. it's half calorie ice cream, you also get cookies and eat it and mix it in. And oh, you probably wow. that you're going to feel fine the next morning, but you like you don't. Oh, you mix cookies. Yeah, I'd like to thank them for they really made 
they made today possible. Indeed they did. And I love yeah. their motto. Gosh, I can't remember now. How does it you're go again? Die. You're going to die anyways. You're going to die anyways. Gets me in every time. Ah, should I do it? Ah, yeah, you're right. I think our last sponsor, well, thanks for bearing with us here. Our last sponsor is agriculture. The advent of agriculture. I don't know if you tried this, Noah. Highly recommended. It is the, the foundation of civilization, people say. Mostly academics. I was, I was actually out the other day and I was like, Hey, I need some agriculture. And we were out and about, we didn't pack the whole kit and caboodle with us when we left the house. And I was just red in the face. I just thought, why didn't I think of this before I left the house? And it was, it was okay because it existed. That's amazing. That's great that you remember the caboodle. Please get in the mm -hmm. car. I'm like, when they brought the kit. So then I'm like going around asking people, Hey, do you have a caboodle? Hey, do you have a caboodle? And I right. feel so bad. You it's just like, had to bring your own. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever has it, they have yeah. it. I know they have it, but they just don't want to share. Selfish. I just think it's something that people, it's like your toilet at home. Like that's like where you're the most comfortable. And I don't want to share my caboodle. Like if I have to, I'm not going to be a jerk, but yeah, you know, what always happens, right? Like as soon as you share it, then yeah, it's, yeah. Say it. Yeah. Say it. No, just say it. Yeah. You, you know exactly what I'm thinking gross. about. Gross. Oh. It's gross. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so want to mess up your right. Yeah. Yeah. Big shout out to agriculture. Thank you. Agriculture. Yeah. John is the, John's the liaison. He's yeah. He's the, the guy behind it. I don't know if they call that a CEO or, but yeah. Thanks John. Good, good idea. So actually I think it's John agriculture. That's actually how we get the name. Oh, really? Huh? Yeah. That makes a lot more sense now. Yep. So John yeah. agriculture, he was like, Hey guys, what if we like just keep the animals, like just keep them in this little area and like, I'm just like planting yeah. the, the plants ourselves. And then yeah. it sounds so obvious today, but at the time people were like, no, that's we're that's not like home values, like traditional good old home country cooking potatoes values. Yeah. And John yeah, was and like, big, uh, yes, it's yep. not every bit of that. Right. It's, you're always going up against the man. So anyway, thank you, agriculture. You can reach John at uh, john at agriculture.compyserve.net. Oh, goodness. I wish I still had an email address like that. I came upon some interesting news, Noah, coming back from our sponsor break. I, I don't know. I'm just going to go for this one. Taste of kale makes unborn babies grimace, finds research. So I don't know how this is going to come out in the podcast because you got to find a way to show this picture because I can't even react to the headline. I don't right. know what you see. This is the most horrifying image yeah when this, they say grimace is, that's one interpretation it, like is it skin boiling so you have to decide what to focus on in this headline taste of kale makes unborn babies grimace i think some people are looking at this yuck yuck kale it's so gross this health food even an unborn baby doesn't like it i don't know what point that makes but should we be giving an unborn baby anything yeah like, isn't that what the mom does already like, why are you feeding the baby any kind of food and how? Did they? And yeah. Why? Does it have teeth? I don't think you should even be like giving a born baby kale. Oh, okay. So is this it, is what it is. The team noted that aromas from the mother's diet were present in the amniotic fluid. Taste buds can detect taste-related chemicals from 14 weeks gestation and odor molecules can be sensed from 24 weeks. To delve into this, I just can't believe there's this team of researchers with 70 pregnant women and they're just devoting 
their entire work days to like getting to the bottom of this. Any last yeah. thoughts about this kale baby incident? I think that's, I would like to know what they glean from this because if all they're, all it comes out with is people find kale gross. I don't, I think they could have just called some people. So yeah, I could have just told you that. Yeah. Like, is, kale, is kale gross? I'm like, yeah, it's gross. Why have to cover Maybe it up with unborn babies. Wait, why do you need unborn babies? Oh, because we're trying to figure out if kale's gross, but I just told you. No, I know you just told me. I just want more data points. Yeah, we need, Dude, we need like an opinion, unbiased. Opinion. An unbi- Maybe that's what an unborn baby is unbiased for sure. Unbiased. That's actually a really good point. All right. Mm. No, I'd like to, uh, what I'd like to do with my guests is I want to get into their internal monologue, right? They're thinking, I want to see how they tick and who they are. Some people just ask their guests to just go on and on about their background and that sort of thing. We don't care. We don't care who you are, what your background is. I barely um, care. We certainly don't care about those awful crimes that come up when I Google you. But what we do care about is what we call thought experiments. So this is a little segment we call thought experiments. Thought experiments. The way this works is I ask you a question, either this or that. You know how this works, right? When you go to a bar, you've had a few drinks in you. You ask your friends, hey, would you rather do this or that? That's all this is. This is what I call thought experiments. Are you ready for thought experiments? I'm ready. Do it. Let's experiment on these thoughts. Would you rather have a golden voice or a silver tongue? So it's a silver tongue. This is very clever wording in their part, by the way. So golden voice is like, when you speak, you have this perfect announcer voice and it's just so beautiful to listen to. It's just this golden yeah. voice. Silver tongue is where you just know exactly what to say. You say it perfectly and you don't even hesitate. So, oh, silver tongue, no doubt. So it's, yeah. it's not even a contest for you. No, Gilbert Gottfried, he was... <laughs> Most comedians. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Go to a party, never an awkward silence. You're the life of the party. Yeah, that guy's got a weird voice, but he can okay. he pull okay. some silence. Yeah. Because some people would say, oh, I wish I had a voice so like me. It's just like this sort of sexy male voice that everybody wants, like the way I talk. Yeah. For example, this beat is lit. When I say that, it's just very, whoa, this guy knows what's up is what people say. But you'd rather just be able to just know. It doesn't matter how you sound. No what you say ideally you get both like right. frank sinatra so to speak but uh, let's do another one yeah. would you rather be in jail for a year or lose a year off of your life so as a net you have the same amount of time in your life is that i think it's i think it's that like if you let's say you have 50 more years to live one mm-hmm. of those years is going to be in jail or you have 49 so assuming my current age yeah so you have a certain number of years one of those years, the first, like the next year is going to be in jail. Or do you want to just reduce the number of years you have left by one? So ideally both, comes out, right? Yeah. <laughs> Can I reduce more years? Can we go up to five? I, I think it's close. I think I would ultimately pick reduce a year because I probably wouldn't notice. But like you're definitely going to notice being in prison. And by probably won't notice, you won't notice if you're dead. A year sooner, you will. That's fair. But people come out of prison, like you can study the whole time, you get free food, people come out ripped. Depends on the kind of prison. If it's Martha Stewart's prison, sign me up. That's adult summer camp. Yeah. And that's something that people forget. That's what you're supposed to, there's like things you're supposed to say to law enforcement. Get it in early. Get it in early because it's a long wait list. Ask for Martha Stewart's prison. Ask. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to ask. Worst they can say mm-hmm. is no. 
Worst they can say, the worst they can say is, no, that's a female prison. You're a man, whatever. Just, you just, you shoot yeah. your shot. Yeah, you exactly. shoot your yeah. shot. Like, no, you're going to the electric chair. So worst case. So here's another one, kind of similar because it deals with the aspect of time. Would you rather always be 10 minutes late or always be 20 minutes early? 20 minutes early. No doubt. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like, yeah. That's I, what I thought. Yeah. Because you see what they're trying to do here. They're trying to play with it to say, of course, you want to be early, but it's going to be like bad early. Yeah. I think you'd have to expand it to an hour before then. I'm like, really? Because 20 minutes, they're on a YouTube video, scroll Reddit. I was going to do that anyways. Sure. Yeah. Now, one minute early versus one minute late, I'd rather be one minute late. Oh, why is that? I don't know. But I, I, I guess it feels like you get more time because no one's going to notice that minute. Oh, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Like it's basically Although zero. airplanes would notice that minute. Yeah. But if it's so, like you're a minute late to your boarding group. That's true. That's a really good point because it's you're basically zero. So you might as well lean in the direction that gives you more yeah. time. Yeah. Very clever. That's, yeah, that's my answer. I think up to three minutes, you're in the clear. Would you rather have a get out of jail free card or a key that opens any door? So this is a real get out of jail free card. I guess the key, I was trying to think because I was like, neither? I don't know. I've never, I'm really at a place where I'm like, oh, I wish, like there are times I wish that I could open a place. But if I like go to Staples and I'm five minutes late, I guess 10 minutes late, I can't, like having that key isn't helpful because I'm just stealing and I don't have the get out of jail free mm. card. However, there's this door in my condo that I want to be able to open where the staircase is set up so that you can get out, but you can't get back in. Oh, interesting. So you, you have to go back into the lobby and take the elevator up, which is inconvenient. So, thank you, Noah for uh, being my guest today. Any plugs before we go? Just this delicious beer from Collective Arts Brewery in Hamilton, Ontario. Yummy. Shout out. Well, appreciate you spending the time with us today. Love it. Love it. Thanks for having me on. Thank you very much. This has been the Nice Going Adam podcast. We apologize for the smell. We don't know where it's coming from. And check out all the comics at nicegoingadam.com or at nicegoingadam on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Anyway, you need to leave.